Welcome to the Disney Beat, a podcast brought to you by the DizInsider.com. My name is Sean Nyberg, and I will be covering all of the Disney headlines to keep you informed as you start your week. Hello there, this is Sean Nyberg, and this podcast is being recorded on the evening of Sunday, February 21st, 2021. All right, let's dive into the news. We have another huge news week for Disney Parks. Disney CEO Bob Chapek announced this week that Disneyland in Anaheim, California will officially open on April 30th. This is incredible news and something Disney Park fans have been waiting to hear for over a year. While we already know that there will be mandatory face masks, social distancing, adjustments to indoor dining, and increased sanitation, it is unclear whether the park will be capped at 15% capacity or 25%. Currently, Orange County sits in the red tier, which allows large theme parks to open with 15% capacity. However, by the time April 30th rolls around, the county could be in the less restrictive orange tier, which would allow them to open with 25% capacity. If current COVID-19 trends continue in Southern California, then they should be in the less restrictive orange tier. But if things start to level off due to increased spread of the more contagious variants, then the county will remain in the red tier with 15% limits. I don't even want to talk about what would happen if the downward trend of cases turns the corner and starts increasing again due to people not wearing masks and not getting vaccinated. Uh, If that were to happen, these reopening plans will mean nothing as the county will be required to shut down again. So it is up to us to make smart and healthy decisions, wear masks, keep distance, get vaccinated and wash hands frequently. We got this and the magic is just around the corner if we stay vigilant. We have been um, waiting for this for so long. The I want to say like West Coast fans because I'm on the West Coast, but like there's Disneyland fans everywhere, right? And even if you're not a Disneyland fan, like if you're on the East Coast and you like going to Walt Disney World, you obviously would like all the parks to reopen just just so people you know and your friends can go to whatever park they uh, they choose. Also, it's just good for the company and it's good for all the parks if they're all open. So um, I really just hope that we do the right thing. Last summer that they, they were going to reopen on July, um, I believe it was July 18th. And uh, those reopening plans, or July 17th, one of those, they got, um, the reopening plans got postponed because the, the state couldn't sign off on them. But now they are in cahoots, not cahoots, that sounds like a bad thing. They, um, they are in agreement <laughs> with the state of California. And like I said, the opening should be, um, well, it's planned to be April 30th, should be either the red tier or the orange tier, 15% or 25%. And, um, you know, I just hope that we continue that. The, the reason I just brought that up is because there are some states that were declining quickly in COVID-19 cases that in the last week or so have actually flattened and some have actually started to increase. Like I know Michigan and some other states. So I just hope we stay vigilant and just don't, you know, spike the football on the five yard line. So um, we're all almost there. It looks good. I, I, you know, I'm sure we're, we're going to get open on April 30th out here on the West coast. So we're looking forward to that. Um, assuming everything goes as planned, Disneyland and Disney California adventure will open on April 30th to, um, California residents only at first. 
Uh, the only Disneyland Resort hotel that has announced reopening plans is the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, which will open on April 29th, so one day before the parks. We also learn that the newly refurbished Snow White's Enchanted Wish will open with the park on April 30th. The ride was completed, uh, had a complete overhaul over the last year with brand new scenes added to lighten up the notoriously dark and kind of scary ride. I, I wrote Notoriously Dark Ride, um, which, I, you know, does make sense, but it is a dark ride because a dark ride is a type of ride. So um, not only is it a notorious dark ride as a dark ride, but it's also a dark dark ride um it's just uh if you ha if you guys never went on it it's just it used to be just forever i mean it was opening day attraction and it's just always kind of been very foreboding and very dark and you know the witch pops up a lot <laughs> uh, for for decades there was no snow white anywhere in the ride they added her a little bit later i mean they had to change the name in the early 80s um to Snow White's scary adventure, just to kind of let guests know, like, hey, this is going to be scary. So if you have some, you know, sensitive uh, children or, or guests who who are you know easily frightened, maybe don't go on it. But um, they they lightened it up. They uh, they added a, a more um, I'd say the more complete or happy ending by the uh, end of the ride. It um, prior it was just like. I mean, it's very unclear what happened to the ride at the end of it uh, before they before this change. It was like flash, bang, boom, and it was like boom, it was over, and it was like, wait, did the witch get struck by lightning, or did the witch actually drop the boulder? Like, what happened? So this new uh, the new ride is going to have um, a more complete ending with with uh, Snow White having you know with her with her prince, um, which I don't know why we're not past that kind of you know that storyline that you know. We need a, a a man to come in and kiss you, and then everything's going to be better. But nonetheless, that's the story. So they're going to add that to the end to give it a more complete uh, uh, story. And um, they also added lighter elements throughout, some new lighting effects, new new props, and everything. So that's really cool. I'm really excited to see that. If you um, go to the Disney Insider, some earlier posts we have kind of show some images and some video that Disney has released showing these uh, some of these new updated scenes. But I'm just really excited to get a full ride through um, when people are allowed to go back. I won't be there um, initially. I will be at Walt Disney World in two weeks, um, which I'm really excited for. I'll be there for nine days, and uh, but I won't be able to be at the grand opening, but I'm sure there'll be a lot of our friends who uh, you know, report in the parks will have some good ride-throughs for us to see. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, um, that, that overhaul, and I'm really happy that it's going to be available on April 30th. Um, so what will not be available is uh, Avengers Campus. Um, it is done, but they're gonna. Um, I think we talked about this last week. They're gonna they're gonna postpone opening that until uh, later in the year. You know, we don't know if that means later in the summer or fall, but for a, a myriad of reasons, um, they're gonna postpone it, which I think makes sense. Especially, I mean, if they're opening at fifteen or twenty five percent capacity, that's such a low number that, like revealing a brand new land one of the most popular uh, uh, properties that, that currently right now um, just doesn't really make sense. So uh, if I was in charge, which uh, I should be, no, <laughs> so I, I would make the same decision too. I would say, you know, open it up later in the year when we can have a bigger um, and more festive kind of grand opening versus just kind of a soft open that kind of bleeds into just a regular open. And then it doesn't get that like big pop of, 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 of new guests and excitement. So, um, also though, if I ran everything, I probably already would have visited Avengers campus. Uh, I would have already ridden, uh, you know, web slinger, Spider-Man adventure. And, uh, I just would have said, Hey, let's never open it. And I'll just ride it by myself. So anyways, we'll be watching all the news surrounding the reopening, um, down in California, uh, here on the Disney podcast and over at the Disney Insider. So, 
you know, stay close and we'll be, uh, we'll be reporting everything. Cause it's gonna be a lot of news, like with the reopening of Walt Disney world last summer and all the changes they've done since then till now, there's going to be, you know, just that weekly, weekly bit of news about, you know, what they're allowing now, how the capacity has changed, what rides they're opening, you know, yada, yada, yada. So, uh, stay close and, uh, we'll be reporting all that. So you guys can be, you know, up to date with everything. Um, as the parks get ready to reopen in California, Disney California Adventure is currently hosting their special ticketed event called A Touch of Disney. Uh, the event kicked off a few days ago and um, it has been sold out ever since they made tickets available earlier this month. So that's all I'm going to say about it, because if you don't have tickets, you know, you kind of out of luck. So um, it's happening right now and a lot of people have gone to it already and it looks really cool. I've been looking at some of the um, videos online and people are really enjoying it. It's, you know, it's a food, um, food, wine, I mean, you know, wine and, and alcohol because they serve alcohol at Disney California Adventure. There's photo ops, there's there's music, um, remixes. Some They have a music that, that they, like, they have these brand new remixes for the event. So it's pretty exciting and um, people seem to really enjoy it. We also learned that Disney Park employees were not the only cast members heading back to work. Uh, starting July 5th, Walt Disney Company employees will begin to head back to their offices after more than a year of working from home. Staffers at the Burbank office were informed via video message that a select number of workers will be called back into the office with more expected over the second half of the summer and into the fall. So, you know, I, I wrote the story for the Disney Insider, and it's just really interesting because since we've been um, in the pandemic and especially early on when it was like the hard lockdown back in late, late March and early April, about one year ago from now, um, you know, so many people had to, had to go virtual and a lot of companies are like, well, wait, this actually does save us some money or it's a little more convenient to stay virtual. So there's just a lot of questions in the business community about, Hey, are we going to go back to the way things were, where people are, everyone's in an office or in cubicles? Um, or are we going to, you know, maybe stay virtual or are we going to do kind of, you know, half the people can be, vir-? so there's a lot of this un- uncertainty beyond being safe. Just if the businesses are going to make any changes, um, with their operations based on stuff they learned in the last year. So, um, uh, one thing we do know, though, is that Disney will be bringing back um, some of their staffers. I, I have, um, you know, I, I strongly believe that there's going to be some people who work for the Walt Disney Company who will retain their jobs, but it's going to be very different. You know, they may not be going back to their office or if they do go back to their office, they're not going to be traveling as much for work because, you know, everyone's so proficient now with Zoom and and, and, and Microsoft Meetup or whatever, you know, um, virtual apps that we use for face-to-face um meeting. So anyway, we now know that Walt Disney Company employees in the Burbank offices uh, will be coming back starting July 5th. Um, They're going to start with a small group at first and start bringing more and more people back as the year goes on, um, assuming that the COVID-19 situation continues to improve. There were a number of cast and crew announcements made this last week, including Noel Starr, Kingsley Ben-Adir, will be returning to Disney Plus in an upcoming Marvel Studios series titled Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion follows Captain Marvel and Spider-Man Far From Home and will include Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn's Talos. Kingsley is playing an unknown lead villain. There is no release date announced for this project. People are very excited. They announced this project, Secret Invasion, back in December when they did the uh, big Disney Investor Day. And so, uh, you know, we're going to get a lot of news on this as, as it begins pre-production and begins production. Um, again, it's going to be a Disney Plus Marvel series, and we can't wait to see it. Secret Invasion coming soon. Um, actors Alan Tudyk and Molly Parker have joined the upcoming live-action Peter Pan and Wendy. The film also began production this past week in Vancouver. The film was directed by David Lowery and produced by Jim Whitaker. Both worked in their respective roles on Pete's Dragon. 
Peter Pan and Wendy will premiere on Disney Plus in 2022. Speaking of production um, beginning, uh, according to Lonely Island's Instagram page, filming for the upcoming Chippendale Rescue Rangers for Disney Plus has begun. The film is being directed by Akiva Schaefer of the Lonely Island fame. The project stars John Mulaney and Andy Samberg and will include a cameo by Seth Rogen. The film is slated for a spring 2022 release on Disney Plus. I am very excited for this. Um, Not that I have any real close ties to Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but uh, I just love John Mulaney and I, I, I mean, I love Andy Samberg too and the whole uh, Lonely Island group. Um, I just love that kind of comedy. That's, you know, that's, they're about the same age as me and I just really enjoy them. So uh, whatever they're going to do, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I've already bought into it and, you know, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, perfect. So um, I really can't wait. I just love John Mulaney and I just can't wait for this one. So like I said, uh, spring 2022 on Disney Plus. We learned this week that George Tillman Jr., best known for his work directing and producing the 2018 smash hit, The Hate You Give, will be directing a new series titled The Crossover at 20th television for disney plus the series will begin filming this june and uh there is no release date announced so that's really exciting if you are a fan of uh george tillman jr's work with the hate you give and also uh, a lot of people know the book the crossover that this is going to be based off of so um a lot of people were actually really excited with this news i'm one of them and i just can't wait to see so we'll be updating um here at the uh disney beat podcast about when Um, you know, any kind of things we hear about the production and also when the release is expected. So that is going to begin filming this June. The Academy Award nominations were announced and the Walt Disney Company walked away with 15 nominations through their various studios. Uh, I love the Academy Awards, just so you know. I love all the award shows. Um, You know, this last year has been kind of weird with the award shows, you know, all of them from the Grammys to the Emmys, the Golden Globes. Um, and I, I'm sure the Oscars are going to be a little weird this year, too. I mean, the fact that they're in April is very strange. Um, and I know I read that they're not going to do it virtually, so people will be have to attend. Kind of like they do with the Grammys. It's going to be something really interesting to see how they do it. But um, I'm really excited. Um, you know, uh, the ratings, the amount of people who've watched the, the prior um, award shows, the Grammys, Emmys, and Golden Globes, have been really, really low. <laughs> and people just expect that just because they are... Uh, you know, it's virtual and it just doesn't have the same kind of excitement and glamour and, 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 uh, you know, everything that people want to see in a show when it's virtual. So, you know, we don't expect the Oscars to kind of have that big, huge, normally the Oscars are the second most watched show in the year behind the Super Bowl. It's typically always Super Bowl is number one and, and the Academy Awards is number two. So, uh, you know, this year is going to be like the other ones. People already know it's going to be, you know, incredible, you know, record low, uh, viewers, but I'm just still really happy. It's really good for me too. Cause it, it I love seeing which films, cause there's always a couple films in there that I haven't really heard of. So, um, I'm really just excited. These are coming up and I'm happy. The Disney company got 15 nominations. Here are the nominations that they got. So nomad land, which is, uh, produced by searchlight pictures, which Disney owns got six nominations, best motion picture, best actress in a leading role for Francis McDermott, best director for Chloe Zhao, Best Adapted Screenplay, but for Chloe Zhao, and Best uh, Editing for Chloe Zhao. Also, Best Achievement in Cinematography for Joshua James Richard. So, Chloe Zhao um, is one of the two women that were nominated for Best Director, and it was the first time that two women 
were nominated for Best Director ever in the Academy Awards, I think 96 year long history, which is you know, it's 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 two things, right? It's amazing. I'm so happy that 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 is happening. Um, also, though, it's really disheartening that it's taken 96 years. So, um, it's I'm just really. I mean, also Chloe Zhao, not just because she's she directed Nomadland, which is a Searchlight Pictures film, and it's you know under the Disneyland uh, Disneyland <laughs> under the Walt Disney umbrella. It also is. Um, she's also signed up, and she is writing and directing the upcoming Marvel. Uh, studios film the eternals which is coming out in november it's going to be a huge um, movie it's the big november release for disney and so it's just kind of funny right this nomadland film it's really like indie really you know it's got won all the awards it'll be interesting to see if it can maintain the hype oftentimes movies that win a lot of awards early in the award season sometimes get upset by the Oscars because it's, you know, people are kind of sick of it kind of. Um, so it's just interesting that Chloe Zhao, uh, wrote, edited and directed this, you know, gritty independent film with Francis McDermott. Uh, and then, you know, in a few months, well, you know, what is it? Nine, eight, nine months, they're going to release, you know, a big Marvel studios film <laughs> that she also wrote and directed. So, um, anyway, six nominations for Nomadland. Uh, the other one, uh, was soul, the Disney Pixar film soul. It got three nominations, best animated feature, best original score for John Batiste, Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor, and also best achievement in sound. Um, big fan of soul. I will say happy for those three nominations, really kind of bummed. It didn't get, uh, a best picture nomination, which uh, it could have because they were only eight films nominated for Best Picture and they allow up to 10 films. So that's, you know, kind of was hoping it would get a Best uh, Picture nomination. Also was hoping it would get a Best Original Screenplay nomination, which it did not. So, um, and also Best Editing, which a lot of times, um, you know, the animated films get that as well. So it did not, but it got three Best Animated Feature, Best Original Score, and Best Achievement in Sound. Um, Mulan released uh this last uh what was that early september and it was released uh on disney plus disney plus premiere access it had two nominations for best costume design and best visual effects onward uh another disney pixar release it came out in march of of last year so just a little over a year ago that got one nomination for best animated feature i really was hoping that the brandy carlisle song uh that was written for the film was going to be nominated for best song but it did not get nominated but onward got one nomination for best animated feature so disney has two in the animated feature category onward and soul um, also the only, uh, the one and only Ivan, which was released on Disney plus got a nomination for best visual effects, which is really exciting for that film. It kind of came out as a little bit, um, you know, it, people who are really close to Disney and Disney plus were really excited when it came out and everything it was supposed to be released in theaters. One of those that got pushed on the Disney plus. Um, so it, it was a little quieter of a, of a film. And so it was really cool to see it get some kind of, um, love in, so, you know, in the best visual effects category, um, Burrow, which is a short that was released on Disney Plus. It's fabulous, by the way. You should go see it. It's just a few minutes long, but it's pretty amazing what they can do in just a short amount of time. That was nominated for Best Animated Short Film. And so it's a Disney Pixar release. So go check that out on Disney Plus, Burrow. And then finally, um, the actress Andra Day, 
got nominated for Best Actress from the for her work in the film The United States versus Billie Holiday, which is uh, a film that was released on Hulu. And as you all know, because you're all well informed, that Disney does own uh, two thirds of Hulu and eventually is going to own the entire service. So, uh, congratulations to the nominees. Congratulations to the United States versus Billie Holiday, Burrow, The One and Only Ivan, Onward, Mulan, Soul, and Nomadland. And I really hope that uh, you know that one of them, that all of them, well, they all can't win because Onward and uh, Soul are in the same category. But I just wish them all luck. I really hope Chloe Zhao do, does win. Um, when she won the Golden Globe for Best Director, I know I mentioned it a few months, uh, about a month ago, but she was only the the only female to win for Best Director since uh, Barbara Streisand won it for Yentl. That's how long it's been since a female best, oh, a female has won Best Director. So I uh, wish her luck at the at the Oscars, and I wish all these films luck. They're all fantastic films. So um, this year's Academy Awards will be televised on ABC, Disney-owned ABC, and will be uh, April 25th, uh, 2021 at 8 o'clock. So April 25th, ABC, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Speaking of, I wanted to remind you to please visit thedisinsider.com to see a number of features that were not discussed on this episode. Over there, you can see the new Loki poster for the upcoming Disney Plus Marvel series, Loki. You'll find a first look at Earth Moods coming to Disney Plus for National Geographic, along with a first look at Monsters at Work, an upcoming Monsters, Inc. series come to Disney Plus. You can see a new mini trailer for the upcoming film Cruella, and a review of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So go check them all out. And just today, Sunday, we posted a breakdown with photos and a whole um, just itinerary, the right word, a whole um, explanation of A Touch of Disney, the uh, the food and um, drink and character sp- uh, event that I talked about earlier that's happening at Disney California Adventure. There's pictures, there's a description of all the food they have, and it's really cool. So check that out also at the thedisinsider.com. And finally, in Disney film news, Walt Disney Animation's Raya and the Last Dragon is currently in... Uh, select se- uh, select theaters and Disney Plus with premiere access for an additional fee, as we all know. Um, so you can check those out. But those of you guys who want to own the physical and or a digital copy, uh, you're in luck because Walt Disney Animation Studios' Epic Adventure arrives on all major digital platforms beginning April 2nd. So uh, the Friday before Easter. And um, if you want a physical copy, not just a digital download, it's also available 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray and DVD beginning May 18th. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, features that I, I didn't list in, in this podcast, but there's a lot of featurettes about the making of it and all the great stuff that you get with those um, with the Blu-ray and, and, and DVDs. So um, if you're someone who collects that or if you're just really interested in that, that's coming out, like I said, uh, digitally on April 2nd and to physically own on Blu-ray and DVD May 18th. I personally love Ryan the Last Dragon. My fiance, Paul, he loved Ryan the Last Dragon. I re- recommend it to everyone who hasn't seen it yet. Um, you know, it's, it's based off of... I mean, it, Raya is a Southeast, uh, Southeast Asian uh, character, and it's right now with everything going on in the world, with a lot of the hate that our Asian friends and family members in the Asian community is dealing with right now, um, it was just a perfect time for this film. And I just, you know, all of us here at the Disney Beat and all of us at the Disney Insider, we just want to say, you know, every once in a while we'll end one of these podcasts with, you know, something non-Disney related, but I just want to say that, you know, all you in the Asian community, we support you. We need to stop all this hate. We need to stop all the vilification, all these nasty 
name calling and some of the horrific stuff that we see that's happening to, to people in the Asian community with the physical violence and, and the name calling, the yelling and the um, shunning and the scapegoating and just the hatred and the bigotry. It just needs to end. We support the Asian community. We support and we are just very horrified of what we're seeing. And we just want everyone to know that we support the Asian community and you're loved. You're loved by us. We support you. And all this just disgusting rhetoric needs to stop because we're better than this. At least we should be better than this. So with that, I want to say thank you for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it wherever you listen. These ratings help the show find new listeners, and we hope that we have earned a five-star review. We also ask that you share the podcast with friends and family who love Disney. All stories can be found at thedizinsider.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the handle The Diz Insider or on Facebook by searching The Diz Insider. You can follow me, your host, Sean Nyberg, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Sean Nyberg, all one word, S-E-A-N-N-Y-B-E-R-G. I also co-host the Disney podcast, Walt's Apartment, that comes out every Thursday, and the Disney Parks theme podcast, Extra Magic Hour, which is released every other Friday. So check those out. Thank you again for listening. I will see you here again next week for another edition of the Disney Bee Podcast. My name is Sean Nyberg. Have a fantastic week. 